All right, I'm here with the authority in sports betting education, among other things. Captain Jack, welcome to Props and Hops. I'm pumped to connect while I'm in town for Bet Bash. Hey, Matt. Great. It's, uh, it's great to be here with you. Yeah, well, uh, there's a lot we can dig into, but I'd like to kick it off with something pretty big that you've had in the works for a while, and that would be Unabated. Can you uh, tell us about what's going on there? Sure. Uh, so Unabated is a, product, a project that I, I started with uh, fellow professional better Rufus Peabody. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to make an education site for sports bettors that'll give them the tools and the resources to seek out the answers to the questions they may have on some of the more technical aspects of sports betting. So our site is launching very shortly here. Uh, we, we are in our beta now and it's now an open beta. So anyone can go to unabated.com and sign up and they'll get an invite within the next day uh, to check out the beta. And it's a site that has various resources. We have trading tools and our trading tools, instead of just answering the question of, you know, what is, what is the conversion of a U.S. odds to implied probability or, uh, you know, what is, what is the hold on a market? Ours takes a little more deeper approach. So in other words, we have tools that will answer the question of, which of these lines is the better line, whether that be minus three, minus 110 in the NFL or minus three and a half plus 105. Uh, especially going into the NFL season, you see a lot of that dancing around the three and sometimes it's tough for betters to know, well, which one equals the better line. Uh, another popular thing in sports betting these days is the alternate line markets. So we created a tool that allows people to find the the proper pricing of an alternate line. So they enter a market line and we'll give, and they enter what their intended alternate line is and we'll give them the proper price. Because sometimes some of these books don't price these truly accurately. And you might find a little bit of value in going after an alternate line versus the market line. Um, and then the other big thing we have on the site is this NFL simulator that Rufus has created. Uh, this is a tool that he's used personally for years. It is probably the best in class NFL simulator that's out there these days. It takes into account power ratings and then spits out a season that has been simulated 10,000 times. And you can use that for season wins bets, for futures bets, like who will win the Super Bowl. Uh, but this simulator has uh, uncertainty built into it and you can kind of uh, play with the uncertainty. So what if uh, Kansas City, what if Mahomes gets injured? You can kind of simulate that out to find out, oh, this is how Kansas City reacts when they have to deal with a high probability of injury with Mahomes. Uh, it's, a, it's a great tool to play around with. You can spend a lot of time kind of just doing what-if scenarios. Uh, so that's, that's the two major things on the site. And then my role is the education piece. So I have articles and videos that help to educate uh, sports bettors and hopefully make them sharper and at least lose less. Yeah, it sounds like such an amazing tool for betters to make as, as much or as little of it as they want. But I think there's something in there for everybody. And I feel like I'd be remiss not to uh, address the topic of, you know, this isn't selling picks. There, there's a lot more access to information and, and probably more of the teach a man to fish versus give a man a fish. So I, I see the value there. Um, but I know like uh, your partner Rufus has taken a pretty hard line stance on pick selling and a lot of people might struggle to to see the difference. Uh, it might be a bit of a blurry line. So just out of curiosity from your perspective, when it comes to unabated, how does the value proposition differentiate from somebody who might just be selling picks? 
Yeah, you said it yourself, Matt. It is the teach a man to fish versus just giving him a fish uh, prospect. If, if you buy picks, look, I'm not going to say there's anything wrong with you buying the pick. It's as long as you've done your research. But what are you learning from that? Are you really learning how to handicap? Are you going to be reliant on this person? Uh, and how do you know they're not going to regress to the market mean? Uh, how do you know the market's not going to catch up with them? So really learning how to approach a sports betting market is going to be more beneficial for you, more valuable for you in the long run. And, you know, there are people that criticize us for selling information. Uh, we've been called info touts. Uh, I'm not sure that's, that's necessarily a good or a bad thing. If, if I were to write a book about all of this, and then I price the book at, you know, $15 or so. Do people criticize authors who try to sell their information that way? Uh, we're we're going to be in the process, the, the, the market of selling information and tools and resources that we believe definitely help betters uh, to become sharper. Um, but and it's it's up to the consumer to decide if, if they're willing to pay for that, if they if they want that level of um, education and progress along their journey. Um, but we're not going to, you know, force it down anyone's throat that, you know, this is, this is the end all be all. And, you know, the, the secret uh, code to, to conquering sports betting. Sure. I feel like when you mentioned that one of my favorite reads this off season, I was maybe a couple years late to the party, but the logic of sports betting by Ed Miller and Matthew David out had a ton of great info. And, um, and yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I don't think they've gotten any pushback for, you know, writing a book about it other than divulging some information that maybe some sharp editors didn't want to get out there. Um, but, but in terms of the like pick selling argument there, there probably hasn't been any blowback there. Um, so yeah, I think there's, there's a lot to be said for, uh, giving people information on how they can think for themselves moving forward. And something else I want to make sure that we touch on, it's the day of bet bash as we record this. I might get this out uh, on Thursday, the day after Bat Bash. I'll see how quickly I can turn it around. But even if this does come out after the event, it sounds like Spanky's already got future events in the works. So a question that people can still benefit from your perspective on, what would you say you're most looking forward to by attending Bet Bash? Uh, the personal networking. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen a lot of these people. Uh, it's, I've actually haven't seen Rufus since uh, well before the pandemic. Uh, early 2020. Uh, another partner of mine from this project, Dan Fabrizio, he'll be there. I've never met Dan. I have a company with him, never met him. So um, this is the sort of thing, like this is the age of 2020 slash 2021, where you, you've done Zoom meetings with all these people, you've chatted with them, you've exchanged emails and texts, uh, but you haven't had face-to-face -face communication. You haven't had a chance to share a drink and, you know, kind of shoot the breeze with them. So that's what I'm looking for is just getting back to having these conversations with people, meeting new people, uh, getting feedback. Uh, I think it's going to be a great night. And the list of people that are coming is, is very impressive. And that kind of owes to the influence that Spanky has in this ecosystem. Uh, you know, he's, he's an interesting character. He's a very gregarious character. And if, you know, you get the chance of, having a few drinks with Spanky, it's it's something not to be missed. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's been impressive to see how seamless some things have continued to move forward over the last year and a half or so. But at the same time, at a certain point, there's no substitution for that face-to-face -face human interaction. So that's going to be a blast. And you touched on, obviously, as being a networking event. I feel like the more people I talk to, especially who I perceive to be the sharper, more respected people in this space, 
the more I hear about the value of networking. And just from your own personal experience, I'd love if you could touch on the impact of networking in your own career and maybe one networking tip that you could share for aspiring betters. Yeah, the value of networking can't be understated. Look, trying to do this all by yourself, only using yourself, this lone wolf method is very difficult. And I know because I tried it for quite a few years. I, I didn't want to share information. I didn't want to tell other people what I was doing I, in case they would steal it from me. I, I was very guarded on how I approached uh, various points of my advantage play career. And that didn't benefit me. Uh, others that have taken a more collegial approach have done much better than I have. And uh, I recognize the error in my ways there. So if I were to give one networking tip, it's listen to everybody that approaches you. And yes, there's going to be a lot of people that you're like, no, I don't want to, I don't feel like I need to network with this guy or there's nothing I can get out of this. But there's going to be a lot of people that you're, you're, you're going to open your eyes to things and just conversations can lead to that. So never turn down a networking opportunity. I Look, everyone that DMs me on Twitter, and I get dozens of email, of DMs a day, I try to respond to every one of them, unless they're, you know, unless they're trying to sell me something or trying to get me to endorse their product or something like that. But if it's just betters reaching out to me to ask a question, I'm definitely going to reply because you never know where that'll lead. Yeah, I love that context. And on that note, you talk about people reaching out via DMs dozens of times a day. And... Twitter can be a great tool to build a network and expand your knowledge base. Obviously, it can be quite a mixed bag, but I, I think um, maybe it's as I've applied a filter over time, even, even within gambling Twitter, there's a lot to be gained by just trying to engage within the community. And I'd love to hear from your perspective if you have any favorite gambling Twitter follows. And I've asked a few people this uh, so far this week for this like Bet Bash interview series I'm doing for the podcast. And a lot of people are hesitant to single out any names. They don't want to omit anybody. Um, but I think that uh, anybody you might be afraid of omitting probably going to get scooped up by somebody else. And this isn't to say whoever you say now is your favorite Twitter follow tomorrow and the next day and forever. Um, but I'm excited to ask you specifically because the first couple of people I've asked, namely Spanky and the Hitman, both mentioned you right off the bat. So uh, unless you want to mention yourself here, then we're probably going to get a different answer for some of the listeners. Uh, this is a very tough question, Matt. I will say... Uh, Alfonso Straffen, a, at A. Straffen, is a great source of industry news. He's involved with an investment bank now, so he can't tweet as much as he used to in real time, but he does these news dumps at the end of the day or the beginning of the, beginning of the day. Uh, and that's good because sometimes he tweets something that I just didn't see in the news cycle uh, for the industry. Uh, at Butler Betts is really good at keeping up with all the legislative wranglings and movings in various states. I've tried to do that in the past. It's really hard to kind of keep up with everything and uh, different news sources of different states uh, in the legalization process, but he's really good at that. Um, that's two that stick out for me. And in terms of just like sports betting, uh, entertainment factor, uh, you know, there it's a, it's, it's an ongoing conversation, right? That's the great thing about gambling Twitter is it's just this, broad-based, ongoing conversation. Uh, some of it is toxic. Some of it is enlightening. Um, I just sort of like, you know, having it fly by in my timeline. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mute or block just, you know, just about anyone, unless someone's like really off the rails. Um, I, you know, I listen to them all. 
Cool. Yeah, I like that open-minded perspective. And uh, speaking of listening to things, I'd also love to see if you have any favorite sports betting podcasts in your arsenal. So, yeah, the sports betting podcast space has really taken off. It used to be like Bet the Process was the only one out there that was worth listening to. But now there's so many great options. If, if you have to go with the narrative approach, uh, the Risk of Ruin podcast is more like you're listening to a documentary, an audio documentary. Brilliant job by John Reeder doing those. I always, every time they come out, I'm always hoping it's a sports betting topic. I was in one and I still listened to it multiple times because it was just so fascinating how he kind of strung it all together. Uh, and in terms of like straight sports betting content, Circles Off, the new one from Rob Pizzola and Johnny uh, from Betstamp is really good. I think it takes a lot more uh, broad-based approach in terms of the spectrum of users and listeners that might get something out of it. Uh, and then Spanky's Be Better Betters is the best interview podcast that's out there uh, because he can get people that nobody else can get. Uh, and he has access to, to people. And so I think that guest list has already climbed to a mountain peak and I'm interested to see where he goes from here in terms of his guests. Yeah, same here. Every time he, he gets a new episode out there, I'm like, how's he going to top this? And, and it seems like it continues to follow the right trajectory. So uh, no pushback on any of those examples. And one thing I'd like to touch on, digging a bit more into the sports betting side of things, with the NFL season right around the corner, if there's uh, either a bet that stands out that's currently available or an angle uh, just from all your work in the education space that you're really looking at heading into 2021, uh, maybe without tipping your hand too much, is there anything you'd be willing to share along those lines? So I, I don't give out picks because I don't want to be judged by the picks. Uh, at best, I'm going to be 54%. At worst, I'm going to be 46%, right? And, and you know that middle, that coin flip area is where a lot of people end up. But I will say this. We had at Unabated, we had Matt Davidow of The Logic of Sports Betting write an article for us in how he would use our NFL simulator. And he did an amazing job with it. And in that article, he lists out a bunch of different plays uh, for season win totals that he priced at Circa, which is a very sharp book. So you could read that article. It's very well written. He has some picks there at the end. I would advise tailing his picks, shopping them around because you might get better prices than are currently at Circa. And, uh, you know, I, hey, I'll admit I, I read it and then went out and bet all of those because I agreed with everything he had said. So that would be my pick is to check out somebody else's picks at Unabated. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, good, actionable info is a, a prized commodity here. So um, definitely something people can check out at Unabated. And one more question on the betting side of things I'd like to touch on. I know I asked you for a piece of networking advice for bettors. But I guess more broadly, if somebody is getting into this, um, I think you might have coined the term as far as I know, like a, an aspiring sharp or a rec plus better. If there's somebody in that range who's maybe above average, they're shopping around for the best price, hopefully listening to conversations like this, trying to get better, but they're not on the verge of going pro. Um, I think there's a sweet spot in there. A lot of betters in that position. Um, any advice that you would share with people in that spot to improve their ROI and their, their just overall betting experience over time. Yeah, I, th I think the term I like to use is aspirational sharps. Uh, these are people that are looking to become better at their betting experience. Here's my advice. There is more than one way to skin the cat. 
you don't need to succeed at sports betting just by picking winners. In fact, that's very little of what I do is just going out and picking winners. A lot of what I do is reading the efficiency of the market and finding the inefficiencies in the market. Uh, you know, this, this ranges from everything from like trying to pick off stale lines to chasing steam to uh, finding derivative options that are mispriced um, to prop betting. Prop betting is a very big example of how the market can be inefficient because if you kind of take all props together and add them up, they don't equal what the game should play out to. In other words, there's there's something that's that's mispriced there, and, and often it's not the market line that the game line, it's the it's the prop line. So uh, my advice is expand your horizons and and look at this not in terms of picking winners, but in terms of finding where the value is. And it may be you're just picking up pennies here and there. But you know what? Pennies add up. So um, that's that's my advice. Love it. One more question as we hit the home stretch here, weaving in the other pillar of this podcast, the hops, although this doesn't have to be limited to beer. Uh, as we gear up for the joyous grind that is the NFL season, have you had a favorite drinking experience this summer that's maybe helped to take off the edge or help set the proper perspective? So uh, this one might be a little bit esoteric to your listener base. I'm not sure how old they are or whatever, but uh, we had a virtual happy hour with the crew with Unabated. And uh, the beer I had to drink was from Great Lakes Brewing uh, out in Michigan there. And it was the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, Porter. Mm. And... Uh, I thought it was a good beer. And so when we went around the, the Zoom call and kind of showed what we were drinking, I started peppering in jokes from the Gordon Lightfoot song, which the beer is named after, The, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, which is from the 70s. And it's kind of a, a folksy song, like a ballad. And it occurred to me after like throwing these jokes in for a good solid 30 minutes, nobody on the, the call had ever heard of the Gordon Lightfoot song, Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> so... I'm making all these jokes that are just falling flat and everybody's like, what is wrong with Jack? Why is he saying this dumb stuff? <laughs> um, so yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a good beer. I'm going to have to uh, check it out and see if I can't get my hands on it at some point. And I know somebody else who's going to be at Bet Bash who uh, might have some familiarity with that brewery. Ed Fang uh, might know a thing or two about it. So I'll try to uh, see what he can say about that one as well. But for now, um, I think I can uh, let you get on out of here. We can get ready, tie up some loose ends before heading out to Bet Bash this evening. I want to make sure to plug your work. People can follow you on Twitter at CapJack2000. Of course, they can check out Unabated at unabated.com. And I can't recommend your YouTube channel highly enough, youtube.com slash CaptainJackAndrews. Simply some of the best sports betting education content you can find anywhere. So, Jack, I want to thank you for everything you're doing for betters like myself to continuously learn as we evolve in this space and uh, for taking the time to have this conversation today. I really appreciate it, and I cannot wait to meet you in just a few hours. Hey, thanks, Matt. This was great. Thank you. Legend lives on from the Chippewa on down of the big lake they call Gitchagumi. 